Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about um, Top Chef. Hey, what's up? It's Welcome to Pod Chef. Uh, the official Top Chef podcast. Um, it's your host. You know me. We do this every week. You know me. It's your host, Jamal. And I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Reeves. Say what's up to the nice people. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Happy to be here. Um, <clears throat> Brian had a pre-recorded intro. He'd like to... Let's play that right now. It's really hot. Are we still going to do a podcast? All right, and so now <clears throat> Brian's here, but he did want to play that. I don't know why he wanted to pre-record that. Because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to record because it's so hot. So I wanted to send okay. a message out to everybody. Did that okay. not come across in the pre-recorded message that I played? No. It, it, a little bit. A little bit that it was hot and you might not be able to do the podcast because um, you have all that hair now. And it's on the back of your neck and it's mm-hmm. sweaty. And mm-hmm. you didn't don't want that. But... um. We have a uh, we have a, another special guest, um, super great guy, fan fan of the podcast, big fan, uh, f- massive, huge fan, fan friend yeah. in real life. Um, he's an up and comer in LA. <laughs> he's crushing it. Uh, I mean, he's been there a little over a year now, and he's already got Netflix commercials. Please welcome to the pod, uh, Casey Caraman. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for squeezing us in. What's a Netflix commercial? Yeah, walk us through that. It, okay, so what it was, was I got a role through a third-party company that was making a commercial for Netflix for mm-hmm. a New Year's Day product. And uh, mm-hmm. it was promoted based on Netflix's social media on New Year's yep. Day. And I was I was lucky enough to be in that commercial. And I saw that commercial. It had millions of views. And I, I immediately said, I'm so glad I know this guy. Um, that's paying dividends right now. Um, what kind of benefits do you get from Netflix now? And what can you throw our way? Yeah. Um, I, it's pretty significant. I, I got about three months free of Netflix. And and that was oh, that was the base God. play. And I, so I don't want to put your like I don't want to put your finances on blast. But quick math in my head, we're talking about twenty eight dollars, maybe thirty. Yeah. Okay. And and when you <laughs> when you do put it in monetary terms, it doesn't sound like a lot. But I talked them up to four months, and so I, oh, I okay. I've been yeah it's it's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. I have a, a Hulu subscription through a friend, which I did not tell them about in the negotiation. Um. So yeah, it's been now, pretty lucrative for me. I have a question. Are you good at bartering because of your Middle Eastern background? Um, y- yes, yes. You could, if you wanted to, you could refer to me. I actually don't prefer the term businessman. I prefer the term merchant. Um, okay. I, 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 I would consider myself. I'm comfortable in front of open burlap sacks of spices that are being sold on the street. Uh, that's that's really what I'm most comfortable with. That's really where I'm home, and and I think that's why I'm particularly well suited to speaking on cooking and food related shows. This is why I'm so happy that you're here because yeah. you do have a specific expertise. I do, yes. And um, 
it's going to pan out because, I mean, this episode is one of the most coveted episodes of, of Top Chef that we're going to be reviewing. Um, but let's, let me ask you, well, let's get into something real quick. Um, we should address something right to Brian and Reeves, uh, some of the kind, uh, people who are listening to our podcast who are leaving nice reviews. Yeah, It feels weird to do, but I think we have to do it, um, for two reasons. Well, I don't think it's weird. I'm, I'm generally thinking no i don't think it's weird i'm generally showing appreciation for people who don't have to leave reviews and they are so by reading what they say oh i'm not reading it this time i'm just i think one of them is funny then we should read it okay which one you should have it the one that that were better than it names and it names two other podcasts yeah i didn't see that i didn't see that one you didn't see that no were you just not on the group chat the last couple of days yeah we were talking about things that you've brought up like five days later and we were like we were talking about that already so guys I'm preparing for Juneteenth, um, <laughs> so I need this month. Um, and what's that preparation like? Can you just run us through that? Mostly ignoring white people and uh, <laughs> all okay. the things you guys talk about. Okay. And then how does that culminate on the 19th? Um, it culminates because then I'm like, I forgot white people were here, and I'm just hanging out with black people on that day. And then after that day, I'm like, oh, wait, they are here. And you know what? Maybe they're not so bad. Well, that sounds nice. That's actually yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm sorry then. <laughs> yeah, you should be. Um, you guys were kind of interfering with a pretty big preparation. So, mm-hmm. so let's sorry. read that review, Brian. You got it up? If you're at home and you're like, this is weird, and I love the term masturbatory so much, mm-hmm. if you think this is masturbatory, just know that I know that. Mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm not dumb to the. I know this is going to be weird and this is kind of, uh, but like, you know what? It feels good to, to be recognized for what yeah, you do. Brian so this is one, not dumb. This one was by down a notch mm-hmm. and it's from Monday. New okay. episodes every Monday. <laughs> the subject is chefs. I have prepared for you, which is a bit that we do great for yep. referencing the show. Thank you so much. Funniest Top Chef recap pod ever! Exclamation! A must listen if you like Top Chef and love to laugh. Only complaint. Pause. What's it going to be? What is this person's only complaint? Um, is it that they have to like rewind because they keep missing all the secondary laughs because our jokes are layered because we're professional comedians? Does it have something to do with the audio? <laughs> yeah, is it? Um, the- the Can't black the person guess. is too loud. Is that too? <laughs> Casey, um, Jamal said you're a big fan. What do you think this person's only complaint is? Um, I, I'm going to go with Jamal's black person thing, actually. I think that's what the complaint <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, actually, Jamal is right. If their only complaint is having to back up so frequently to catch what you missed while laughing. Yeah. And to that, I say, wow. learn how to multitask. <laughs> Okay. No, thank you so and much that's a person words. who likes our podcast. Yeah. So much. Thanks. Look, a dump on. That's thank good. you for writing. I'm going to assume that this person likes that. Okay, you can. That's an interesting assumption to make. But re, let, I like that uh, review. Thank you, whoever left it. Um, we. Oh, and it was that. five stars. Oh wow! So um, we'll be sending you some merch. So be on the lookout. We should for make that. merch, and we should make risotto res, shirts. Yeah. Oh, we should make some Rizzo. Uh-oh, shirts. You're right. 
Be on the lookout for those. Hickama um, made me sick. Come on, that could be. One. Oh, Hickama that's made a, me yeah, sick. That is a that's a killer thing. merch shirt, and we're gonna get on. And then it's a picture of Brian throwing. Up. <laughs> can I? Can I just? Can I ask who came up with uh, Hickama made me sickama? Well, well, hold on. This is good. Okay. Which one of us do you think had the comedic timing to come up with that shit? Um. Well, that's almost not comedic timing. I'm not. I'm not actually interested. I'm not. I'm not playing into the strictures of what you've just told me. I'm going off of what okay. I would say. I think that's Jamal okay. because that sounds yes. like a joke you yes. would make. Yes. Yes. And okay. Then who did the risotto? Um, that I would think that was Reeves. No, that's wrong. It was me, no, and you were wrong. Sorry. And one I'm of them is going to be a koozie. One... What was that? <laughs> one of them will be a koozie. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah, Reeves. Cool. What is yours? Oh, I was going to say mine was. We'll where... call it Pascoozie. <laughs> That's actually really great. Oh, that's what I was going to actually say. So, so you can just mark that one to me. Okay. So let's go to this other one. This was left on Wednesday. What are we taking on these reviews? Can we just read the whole thing and we'll immediately go to the next one? This one, this one, this one was from Wednesday and the, uh, their, um, username is what tup what up, which makes me think that they are Hollywood handbook fans. Yeah. Which I really love the crossover. Yeah, okay, I'd love that. Subject is top rewatch pod. Again, this is five stars. Uh, this feels so weird, but I'm also having a great time, so I don't care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is the one that's calling out two other podcasts directly. Sorry, Gilmore guys, and watch what crappens. But this is the best rewatch slash recap podcast around. Wow. Okay, and as someone who hasn't watched those other podcasts, I'd have to agree. With this review, Gilmore Guys is a very well-reviewed podcast. It's a very highly yeah, reviewed right? podcast. Yeah, good for you guys. Congratulations. Yeah, it hasn't translated into anything yet. Yeah, can I walk you guys through my feelings on this segment? <laughs> I started off perfectly okay with doing it. I was like, "This is nice. People want to hear it." And then I started feeling uncomfortable, and now I'm angry. <laughs> Uh, cut it? <laughs> let's maybe no don't cut it but maybe let's never do it again <laughs> okay hey i just want to be known that i didn't want to do it <laughs> i was just gonna say thanks for the reviews and move on and then brian said he wanted to read them both so okay well then here we go. folks please keep leaving us good reviews we won't read them or on bad. the show anymore yeah i don't mind if they're bad yeah, Reeves actually too. is wanting some bad stuff. I like criticism is good. That's the only way yeah. you can get better. Criticism's great. So back to Casey. Casey, have you seen Top Chef before? This is the first episode that I have watched of Top Chef all the way through. Holy yeah. crap. Another do you one. know who Padma Lakshmi is? I I do. I do mainly from her appearance on 30 Rock, where she's obsessed with putting things in little sandwich bags. Um, that's basically it. I, I I'm not that familiar with mo- mm-hmm. no I'm not. Okay. And while I don't even I've seen every episode of Thirty Rock and I don't remember this episode. But you've seen every episode of Thirty Rock. I'm I'm sorry I didn't mean to brag that hard <laughs> on the podcast. Brian, is there a reason that you asked Casey if he knew about Padma before you asked about Tom or Gail or any of the other people? So here's yes, and it's not the reason why you're insin- that you're insinuating. Okay. It is. It is, and it doesn't involve 
bags of spices. It, inv- it is. It is. Okay. That is how most ethnic things are referred to me as. Now, just so you're aware, this is not a bag of spice related thing. Just okay, well, no, it's fine. This is good. It's. It is because to me, Padma has a wider. Yes. Ra- she's like she's not just Top Chef. She has a Hulu show. And maybe it's because, and she like is a very famous model as well. I think, to me at least, she like. Yeah, do you know her for from her modeling work? I do. I've been to many catwalks. Is she married to Salman Rushdie, or was she married to Salman Rushdie? She was. That's how I know. No, no, no. I do know. No, no, no. Brian was right to ask for non-spice bag reasons. I know her because of of other of of Salman Rushdie. Yeah, yeah. I remember being like, that's a that's a weird one, and then they got divorced. And yeah. So this is not a bit. This is real. What? Yeah, that's a real. Okay, thing. I gotta go look this up. I did not know this. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, she was married to Mr. Fatwa himself. Yeah, she was yeah, married. and this is proof that fatwas do make you hotwa. <laughs> so that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna been be saying shirt. it for years. Been saying it for years, guys. Get a fatwa. Well, that's not a shirt because we already have a shirt and a koozie. So what could that be? A hat? A dad hat? Um, that's gonna be screen. like a. I think it's gonna be a bike lock because he was locked in his house. <laughs> I also didn't know that. I think that's like a sleeping okay. pillow to get you on the no-fly list a little faster. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So, what did you think of this episode of Top Chef since your first one? It's. It's really fascinating. So I don't watch a lot of reality television, almost at all. The only reality mm. television, and I don't actually, this isn't, there's like reality television and then there's like competition shows. Yeah. And this is more of a, yeah. this is a competition show. Yeah. The only one I've been watching in quarantine has been Great British Bake Off. And nice. the styles are radically different. Like, And as I was watching this, I was reminded of why I don't watch American competition shows because mm-hmm. I was really interested in the recipes that they were cooking up, but there wasn't a lot of that. There was a lot more like thirst for drama. There was a lot more mm-hmm. people who were like, I just want the interpersonal conflict. And I think that put me off a little bit. But as an episode, it looked fucking exhausting. The idea of having to put together a restaurant and like a six course menu sounds horrifying. Sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. That's an accurate review because this is Restaurant Wars. So uh, this is an interesting episode to be dropped into the world of Top Chef on. And I I would say for anyone who's watching the Great British Baking Show and then coming to any American uh, competition show, you're not going to get that feel-good personal story that you get from British TV. But but hey, I've been saying for years, the Brits know how to do TV. Um. So, all right, this is your, this. It was overwhelming. Uh, what are one of the? Do you have any positive takeaways from the show? So, what was interesting to me about the show is one, they're able to make so much shit so quickly. I was amazed mm-hmm. at how like they they got all this shit together, and it was also amazing to me. There was a line. I believe her name is Sarah. And I don't know if we want to spoil it, but yeah. she's the one who gets kicked off at the end. Like she, she gets axed real quick, and and that is a spoiler. And, mm-hmm. Oh, so if you've just clock, clicked off the podcast now, just leave a review, <laughs> and then you can. We'll see you next week. Yeah, some people do listen to this along with watching the the show, and I don't think it makes any sense at all because it's the wrong time. We barely talk about the show. It's not a watch along. 
Yeah, and it's not a watch along. We already yeah. watched the episode yeah. days ago. So yeah. if you want to watch along, stop watch it that. on Thursday. Yeah, maybe stop doing that <laughs> and just watch the episode and then listen to this. Sorry to interrupt you. Go, keep going, no, Casey. No, that's no problem. That's no problem. So I, Sarah, at some point, she very confidently and she like giggles afterwards, like it's an uncomfortable thing to say, but it's true. She's like the the global like. Uh, multi like ethnic thing doesn't really work and then she sort of like laughs and then penny proceeds to get fucking stomped the restaurant penny they proceed to get fucking mm-hmm. stomped and they put out like mm-hmm. gelatinous like food in front of all the judges like garbage shit and she's yep. like oh it's just it's the the fusion there's no way it's gonna fucking work and then it completely worked and i was very happy when that happened I was like, they put that in the edit for a specific reason, and I was very happy that yep. it worked out like that. I was worried as soon as I saw that she was getting so much airtime early in the episode. I said, this is not a good sign, because anytime someone's prominently featured, it usually means they're either going home or they're going to be at elimination. And so she I mean, was getting a lot of airtime, and I was like, oh, this is not good. I mean, anytime someone starts talking very confidently about <laughs> restaurant wars. Well, she she was also often like out loud – critiquing what they were doing like she would yeah. often like she would yeah. say like i guess we're not really gonna have a strategy i guess we're doing this like it seemed like she was like this is going terribly well and it was so someone needed to bring attention to it yeah. yeah so let's let's go on to our favorite opening bit called chefs i prepared for you where we all go around and discuss and present as if we're presented to padma tom and gail what we had for dinner last night, and I'll go first. Uh, chefs, I procured for you baby's first Chipotle bowl. I've never had Chipotle before, and I had I'm it last sorry, night. Pause. You've never had Chipotle. Never before. had it. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Never had that. Never had Chick Fil A. Never had Chipotle before. Okay. I, to me, it's the uncle. It's the older uncle of Kava. It's 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 what it is. What it is. I'm not going to get in on the craze. I had lettuce, double chicken, black beans, and white rice. It was all right. For those who don't live in D.C. or New York and maybe one other place, Kava is a Mediterranean bowl place. That's just – it's the it's Mediterranean Chipotle. Yeah. And it's better than Chipotle. Okay. I guess. I, I thought this was my opinion, but all right. So, yeah, that's what I had. Uh, Casey looks confused. Did it just never come up? Did you just yeah, never have a chance to – the reason I ask is growing up in suburban Northern Virginia like that, you you had to like all your friends would like drive you. You'd get locked in a car and you'd have to. Okay, be so now we're talking about if we have friends or not, and that's going to be uncomfortable oh, I'm sorry. for me. Um. Okay. Well, my friends never asked me to go. My friends <laughs> asked me. My friends asked me to go to Kava, and I've been to Kava with friends, but I haven't been to Chipotle friends. And last night was my first time a friend asked me to go to Chipotle, and I went. All right. And so now you brought that up that I don't have Chipotle friends. Okay. Did you get the chips and guac? No, I don't like guac. You know that. Oh, that's the best thing there. Their chips taste like popcorn, and the guac is really good. Oh wow. I mean, I should have. I'll, I'll go back one day and get the chips and guac. I'll get the full. Do you feel empowered enough to go by yourself now? Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I if I do because if you start going to a, a Chipotle too often, then people start saying, "Oh, is this the black Chipotle?" Which well, <laughs> well which one did you go to? <laughs> I went to one that actually is the black Chipotle. The black Chipotle. <laughs> 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 In Little River Turnpike in Virginia. Oh, yeah, the, the Black Chipotle. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know that one, yeah. Right next to the Black Ross. <laughs> you could just say Ross. No. No, someone who's worked for Ross. That's the Black Ross. <laughs> Chefs, I prepared for you a mushroom bourguignon. And okay. I spent a lot of time on it. This had some various mushrooms, about two pounds of mushrooms. What kind? Red wine. Uh, tell us what kind. What kind? Um, I had. This what, is where Reeves like always get stuck oyster, on this. Like I wrote it down. Oyster mushrooms. Love oyster mushrooms. <laughs> and some mini portobello mushrooms. Baby Bellas. Baby Bellas. I got my baby Bellas. <laughs> um, it took a while. It was good. I've made it before. I'm done. Next one. Now, um, Reeves, did you have leftover mushrooms? Because uh, I read recently that you're not supposed to reheat mushrooms. Did you guys know this? Is that really a thing? I had it today, too. You're not supposed to reheat mushrooms because they can turn them poisonous. Poisonous? Yeah. When you guys were kids, do you think that all mushrooms were probably poisonous and not eat them like I did? I did not eat (laughs) mushrooms as a kid. My That's not even a staple. I've got kind of a bump on my arm. Do you think that's the sign of being poisoned? Well, let me let me look up the let me look up the ingredients. How do you know when you Google? How do you know when you feel poisoned? (laughs) Oh, that's a that's a circular Google. How do you know when you feel poisoned? How do you know when you feel poisoned? It just keeps refreshing on Google. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to trying to figure it out. Okay, I don't have time to click the links. It seems like she doesn't have a. a, a, a... Do you guys ever refer to Siri as she? Do you do that? Is that an old person well, thing that I isn't do? Isn't it a isn't it a woman? Yeah, but it's not a real person. Wow. So that's your take, huh? She's Chefs, really... last night I prepared for you <laughs> peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly sandwich <laughs> with Lay's ruffle potato chips. We uh. A quick, a quick story. A quick story here. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, yesterday was a big day in the Jackson. Did I say my wife's last name? Jackson Donovan household. Um, Isn't her last a, name Jackson? No, she's an independent woman, and that was too much paperwork. We also we got married in Costa Rica, <laughs> and we're only pretty sure that we're actually married in America. <laughs> <laughs> they gave us. They they said they sent the forms in. We don't know. Okay, um, I want to check on that. No, it's been sounds right. I think Uh, yeah. Um, Okay. Yesterday we bought a house. We went and we uh, we did a closing at a house. Where's where's my soundboard for applause? And uh, and we were like there. It took a long time, and we got sandwiches kind of late, so I had a late lunch. And then I was just like, I'm fucking hungry now at like 10 p.m. So I had like a peanut butter jelly sandwich, and that was my dinner. Now, did you make that at the new house? No, we can't move there until June fourteenth. Uh, we're we're running it back to the people now. Quick story, um, Casey. You'll enjoy this story as a as an actor. One of the people that um, was in the title office that was closing with us, she was like, "You know, my daughter's in L.A. and her son is in L.A. too, but her son is doing Oculus stuff." She's like, "My daughter's in L.A. She actually just booked. A, she actually just did a commercial. You might know it." She's Parker from the Parker Policy, Jake from State Farm pizza commercial. The like one where she's like delivering pizza to Jake from State Farm and giving him like the big thing a ranch. She was like, that's my daughter. I don't know that. Interesting. I don't know it either. How do you guys not? This is a big commercial. I know the Jake from State Farm commercials. Yeah, I know Jake from State Farm, but I don't know the Parker version of it. She's like delivering pizza to him. I have not seen Jake get pizza 
in any commercial. I'm more, I'm more interested in the son that's doing Oculus stuff. I, 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 yeah. I, she didn't tell us that. I, I kind of want imagine that it's just he's just playing a lot of Oculus. He's not involved with the company she, at all. She made it seem like he was involved in the making of Oculus, but I didn't follow up. Okay, maybe I should have. Yeah, you should have. I was more interested in the Parker from State Farm thing because I know that commercial. Hmm. She said that she improvised a lot of it. That it was basically just like she was told to deliver the pies, and then she just like everything else on that ad is mostly her. Wow. Wow. What? So. Little, from what I know, behind the uh-huh. scenes, it is yeah, really right fast. In Hollywood, handbook. here we go. Here we go. Little teaser freezer for you. Here, improvising when actors improvise behind the scenes, it's really fascinating to watch because very quickly you can see the panic in their eyes. <laughs> like very quickly, they realize that it's like. Oh, I have to do more than just just the one thing. I have to have like a reason behind it. It's like, what if I improvise? Just I do like a like a jump, and they're like, "Well, that's not part of the character." It's like, okay, because I've I've been in a couple commercials and I've seen people improvise, and like they you see like a level of like real fear and panic, and they ask mm-hmm. you to improvise regularly in commercials. So for all the people mm-hmm. who have some improv background, it's useful. It is. It, 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 I mean, improv itself is a, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, whoever does it like long term, I mean, it's basically, it, it's useless for your life. It, it provides you no benefits and I mean, no financial reward at all. And as a career path, I mean, it, it's really, I mean, you might as well just take money, throw it down a well, but in terms mm-hmm. of actual skills that you can learn on a set, yeah, it's really useful. Just a quick reminder to everyone who's been listening for a while. A good friend, Annie Barry, owns a theater in Seattle called Bandit Theater. Check it out. Uh, I almost jumped in when you said that it provided commercials, and I was gonna be like, "Oh, cool! That like rebukes what I said and was being that I felt mean to Annie." But then you doubled down really hard on it, so now I'm just gonna bring it up. As someone who has worked with Annie's Theater in Seattle, it is an excellent theater. It is very, very well run, and Annie is a wonderful, wonderful uh, director. So, chefs, um, I was making, um, it was fennel, uh, onions, garlic, in a tomato sauce. Did you say fentanyl? It was a fentanyl. Um, I, I w- it, was, it was a Michael Jackson-style paprikash sauce. Um, I was, for my girlfriend, I was trying to kill her. Um, uh, it was fennel. It was crumbled impossible meat. Because uh, we're trying to go a little little meatless in this household, uh-huh. um, and what I did is I reduced it multiple uh-huh. times to make it like thick, almost like a like a spicy paprikash sauce all over uh, noodle shells. It was very good. Pachap. And we're back from the break. Let's get into it. Let's talk about Restaurant Wars season eighteen, episode eight. Let's get right into it. It's Restaurant Wars, and it makes Maria want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> that was her words, not mine. She said that it makes her want to vomit. Take a listen. <laughs> Restaurant Wars is what 90% of the people that come to the competition crave. <laughs> to me, it's given me anxiety and flashbacks of opening a restaurant because I've done it. It just makes me want to vomit. So that's proof that it makes Maria want to vomit. Mm-hmm. Also a humble brag to be like, it makes me think of opening a restaurant, which I've done. I mean, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah. she has opened a restaurant and none of us have opened restaurants, so she's kind of flexing on us. My- yeah, and 90% of people crave war when it comes to restaurants when they come on Top Chef, but there's 10% of people 
that are pacifists about it. That's and yeah. they say we shouldn't actually be warring with each other. We should be cooking and supporting each other more, yeah. not warring. That was my question is like what the other 10% are doing. Yeah. So it's just, they don't want to do this. They are peaceful protesters, peaceful protesters. Mm. They don't do this. They very loudly sing the song war. Huh, good God. Y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Well, in this version, Russia not war. Huh, uh, good God. Y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely mm. nothing. Yeah. And the who huh, cool is Maria probably throwing up throwing vomiting up. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So they do a coin toss to determine the teams, which makes me think that they forgot to pack the uh, coveted knife block this time. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're probably right. (laughs) Can I I ask, at some point, they're like, we're going to do this Portland style and then flip a coin. Is that, what is that? (sighs) Go ahead, Brian. So Brian, Padma actually, she stole this from Tom. Because if you remember from last chance kitchen episode one or so, Tom does the same. Tom tells the story of how Portland got its name. It was either going to be Portland or something else. And then two rich white people, two rich white people flipped a coin and they decided to name it Portland. So someone needs to tell Padma that like, we've already covered this. Like we, this information that we all know about Portland. Don't act like this is like information. Everyone knows this. My biggest thing and please, someone help me with this. Is why is it a penny? Like this, this like it makes me believe that Jamal's theory is right, and we can ask Tom if they just forgot the knife block and they were yeah. like, "Fuck, who has a coin?" And someone only had a penny. Yeah, uh, I think Dale came up with like, oh, "I got a penny." He's got, <laughs> I got a, I got about fifty pennies in my yeah. pocket right now. And, and then, well, so. Do you, it's okay. So look, we're all you know, comedy people. Okay. Do you think? Thank that, you, by the way. Thank do you, you think <laughs> that these pennies might be ass pennies, which is a bit from the Upright Citizens Brigade TV show season one, might be episode one. Yeah, that's probably it. Sorry, that's sorry it? to catch off, Brian. That's absolutely what it is. Okay, it's definitely a deep dive reference into <laughs> a online uh, and, and sorry, not online, but a, an improv show that ran for, I believe, a abbreviated season back in the early two thousands. Is that right? No, they had three seasons, and it was sketches. But they did. Let's go. Let's get into it. They had sketches oh, that were. Shoot, now we're in the writers' room right again. <laughs> and actually, I probably gosh. shouldn't bring up improv and Harold because I had a very difficult therapy session after our last episode. Uh, <laughs> in that the Ooh, format true. of the show was like a Harold. They did like three beats that they uh, would um, heightened. They heightened these things. But one of them is ass penny, where you put a bunch of pennies in your ass, mm-hmm. and then you, and then you, every day you put so many pennies in there, and then you use these pennies in your day-to-day life as you buy things so that in a couple of months if you've done this with like 100 pennies every day there is a good chance that people you're interacting with have touched something that's been inside of you and therefore you have the upper hand when you meet them and that's the whole bit that's the whole that's the premise of this bit and we can't cut this all our listeners at home I, after our last episode, I did write a text to the group saying that we shouldn't do as many inside baseball improv (laughs) bits or references, or if we're going to do it, keep them very short. And it's clear that that's not, that's just going to keep happening. So I'm sorry. 
I, I tried to get rid of it. It's it won't stop. And Reeves was kind enough to say we should not do it, um, even though I have no history of doing it, and Reeves has no history of doing it. But he was kind enough in the text to say we should not do those bits anymore. So the teams end up being with the coin flips. They end up being uh, Shota, Maria, Byron, and Jamie is one team, and then the other team is Gabe, Gabe Don, Don, Sarah, and Chris. And Chris. And if you've been watching Top Chef from this season, you know that the winner is going to be the first team with Shota and Byron and Jamie <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Maria. Well, let's yeah. real quick talk about like, so this is an abnormal way that they're picking teams for Restaurant Wars. Normally, there are assigned roles. So you have your executive chefs and then you have like head of house. But, yep. but even before then, it's like whoever wins the quick fire or whatever, it's usually they get to pick first and... Mm you know, they get to select people and that creates drama for the episode because they're selecting people, people aren't getting selected. And it's kind of like you get to identify each person, like who they think is the best or whatever. We don't get any of that. So they've, they've removed an element of drama from the episode. So we just get a coin flip and it's just kind of like flat. We not just, only do we people. not get any of that, new viewers who are jumping into Top Chef for the first time, like Casey, aren't getting any of the tradition <laughs> And yeah. pomp and circumstance that comes with restaurant wars. Yeah, it um it was weird to me because when they were talking between each other, I feel like Team Penny was saying or Team uh, uh Cocosanwise. Team Pennywise. Team Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Team Cocosan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Team Cocosan. I, I feel like Team Cocosan was like, well, the guys on Team Penny, they're much better chefs than us. But we we have that like we're the lit team. We're the yes. fun team. Yes. But they were very, they were demonstrably the better chefs. Oh, yes. Like, I think I, that's yeah. Shoda's thing. He always like bigs up other people, and really he's like, we're going to fucking just. Well, them. I mean, to literally quote Maria, she says that the other team has one more elimination challenges, but she doesn't give a shit yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Maria is uh, American reality television shows like dream. She yes. just has like a bunch of do so to catch me up, do we like Maria? Are yes. we on board okay. with Jamal and, doesn't yeah. like Maria? I don't like Maria because she's not once but twice on occasion referred to a now uh eliminated uh black chef as boy, called him at a said at a boy to him. And even though it is innocuous, I made a bigger deal about it than it should be. <laughs> um, just to try and cash in on that. And uh, so I'm I'm sticking with my first choice, which is I don't like Maria and don't tell don't call black men boys. Yeah. yeah. So that that well, that was bad. I support my friend in that. But <laughs> and, and, and out of and out of politeness, I'm gonna have to support you as well. Thank yes. you. And I noticed that Brian's not jumping on this and that's not surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm so, letting everyone else speak. I'm not going to talk over everyone. So now mm-hmm. it's my turn. I like Maria. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Maria too. She is the only person that will speak her mind in the show and gives mm-hmm. any kind of drama. Cause otherwise it, I mean, it's, it's a very flat season to begin with, but there would be zero drama without Maria. It would be very, very flat. Um, well, I think there's some drama with Dawn because uh, <laughs> as they're figuring out which dishes they're going to do, Dawn has no idea what her crab dish will be and won't share it with the team. And that's perfect for brainstorming. 
That's that's great. That's perfect. When people are trying to figure out how are our dishes going to fit together, Don, what's your dish? Oh, I I don't know. Okay, well, do you want to share it with us? No, I'm going to figure it out in a moment. What the format of this is? I don't think we have. The format is. Uh, let me. They're so they're doing chef's table instead. Yeah, they're doing they can't a chef's have table. Hundreds of guests in who come in for a free meal and then complain about the fucking food being too dry or big. Uh, they're just serving <laughs> for. The 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 three main judges and the celebrity celebrity former uh, contestant judges uh, who we've seen all this season. Uh, now we are joined by uh, Kristen, who looks like she came straight from the Matrix. Uh, her what she's okay. wearing is insane. Hold on, let's let that sit for a second. Mm-hmm. No, it's her clothes are so futuristic. They're so just yep. like monotone black. With like little kind of shoulder things on them, it just I looks like she just is from the future. Well, I and think she had that shooting metal thing coming out of the back of her neck too. Like it was like the whole thing where she was talking, and then she turned yeah. around, and it was just like very upsetting yeah. to everyone. Everyone just kind of went, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and she kept being like, scenes- "Sorry, I have to go get jacked in," and then her scenes were really short because she kept getting being chased by men in suits. I remember mm. she constantly being running in and out of frame because she was being chased by men in suits. I don't know if that's a typical restaurant wars thing i'd keep it that a drama <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah. that happens with waiters and stuff but mm-hmm. in this case that all the men in suits look the same mm-hmm. so i don't i think it was different i was and confused could, by that too you could tell they were australian but they were putting on an american accent i think mm-hmm. that was the interesting thing about yeah. all the men in suits yeah. and i liked it and, and that's good that's good tv for my wife who her favorite thing is to watch tv and go oh that person's not american and can tell when they're doing an <laughs> accent and i can't do it so it bothers me mm. um so yeah so, they're doing chef's table they're just serving food in a little tiny space there's a little round crescent table with eight people uh our four contestants are uh they're cooking the food they're serving the food they're doing the drinks they're busting the tables they're doing everything and everyone's watching everything they're doing they're within earshot of everything yeah, they can saying, hear everything the judges mm-hmm. are saying which is which is fun which is fun because mm-hmm. uh it seems like they all went to a dispensary before. We keep saying this. They're in Portland. There's that Richard Blaze for one is being fucking. He's like your stone friend who like won't chill out. It's being very annoying. There's a lot of like horny jokes. We know that weed makes you horny. The guys they're all horned up for eating these meals too. Um, Let's hear. You want to hear Blaze and the <laughs> horny joke? Why don't we hear Blaze first? Table. Yeah, this is five, you guys. <laughs> we had a five-person restaurant. Once. Thank you for rubbing it in. Five people? But we cook for hundreds of people. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We cook for mad people. No, I like a server who interrupts a conversation. Yeah, sorry. My apologies. <laughs> <sighs> well, Blaze is like the what is, a dick. He like he like thinks that this is funny and fun, and everyone hates this. Like, yeah, <laughs> it comes off real bad. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a guy. It's a guy from a previous season, a million years ago, talking about how hard it was for him and how easy they have it, and then he complained about the person that was about to serve him interrupting him. <laughs> so real cool guy. And the chef was so apologetic. I think it was was it Jamie. I think she was like. She's like, I'm, I'm really sorry. She was genuinely apologetic. It was very awkward. That I think Maria. somehow it was Maria somehow, which I don't Maria. see. Yeah. I feel her at least like joking back and like sticking up for herself. But she was like, this is the worst. I got to eat shit here. Just say sorry. Yeah. She's uh, like, I can't call anyone boy here. She, I mean, Gregory and Kwame were there if she wanted to, if she wanted to keep this I going. I think she did go up to them and say, you boys want water? <laughs> 
I got again. I got to talk about clothes and the way people look. Padma has short hair now. Uh, we know that when people, uh, maybe Casey can help us with this. I know that when sometimes it's quicker just to do wigs instead of like doing someone's hair and makeup. So this is clearly a wig for Padma because like she can't just cut yes. her hair. So like she has a little bob hair. Yeah, yeah, and she knows um, as a professional in the industry, which is what I am. Um, she knows how to find her angles and her light. Like when they're getting out of the cars, she is fucking, I don't know how she gets to the middle of the camera so quickly or if the crew tells everyone else like get out of your cars second or last. It's probably that. <laughs> it's probably that because she is fucking out of the car, middle of the frame by herself walking and like doing a cool pose while everyone is like checking for keys and their wallets and stuff. <laughs> Very unflattering to them. But she looks incredible in all the shots. Yeah, she's kind of carrying the show when it comes to like uh like that sort of like status. Not to like say anything bad about uh Gail or Tom, whom we both love. Tom, of course, is the reason I'm doing the show, even though he pretended he didn't know me when I was at his restaurant last week. Um yeah, she's like, I'm I'm boom, I'm I'm out front. Let's like do this. But uh uh Gregory's gold shirt, he had a very gold shirt on and it mm-hmm. looked awesome. It looked that's, great. Uh, for my people, that's just a normal shirt. Mm-hmm. You can, every time I talk up Kwame or Gregory's clothes, you always go like, "Yeah, what's what we always do?" Yeah, that's just that's just normal. That's just normal. It's, <laughs> it's every. It's what was it? A Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone is looking good. Everyone's feeling good. Let's hear some stuff that wasn't normal. <laughs> for me, in a menu this serious, I think you want to have the fun, like sandwich up front. Yeah, it's like foreplay. You want to have the fun up front. Is the rest <laughs> isn't fun? Or? The rest is fun all the way through, but in the middle of it, you don't want to start laughing. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> um, but the tongue is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I think this is the best tongue I've tasted. Hey, and I'm not touching this one first. So. They're all real horny. That's what you. I took from it. They're very horny. They've been sequestered for a couple of weeks now. They're away from their loved ones. Mm-hmm. And it always seems to be Gail and Tom kind of going at, at each other when it goes to like sexual jokes. They always kind of like question each other's sexual things because well, it was it was Gail and Blaze in the uh, drive in theater. Was it Blaze who w- yeah. who asked her like, oh, the, the like, that's the best part for you? Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah. Oh, OK, OK. Well, then she's she's with everyone then her. I'm, I'm shipping them. I'm <laughs> shipping her and Blaze and I'm shipping her and Tom. But I, Tom, I, Tom like answered her question like sincerely. Like yeah. she was like, "You don't like the rest?" He's like, "No, no, the rest is great." <laughs> Speaking of, he's yeah, like, he's like "I like the rest of sex." He's Just like, so "I like sex. I've had yeah, sex. I like sex. I know what it. I like it. Okay, so don't question me. I'm the head judge." <laughs> he then also says something about how like a dish is like missing like acidity, and he's like, "It's like a Grateful Dead concert." You know, you, you need okay. to add acid or something. Okay. And now, do we need to discuss that? Because there's a thing here that says, do we need to go to the writer's room? I So uh, I pitched this as a writer's room, but I kind of like this joke. I think it's pretty good. He does make so, a lot of drug jokes. I here's my like. thing. I don't get this um, Grateful Dead joke uh, and acid because I'm black. So can you walk me yeah. through <clears throat> how this works? So I almost thought maybe it'd be fun to do the writer's room where you pitched a version of a joke that you get for this for this okay um and so uh do we have a clip of the joke the actual joke uh we don't the the actual joke is, i think the actual joke is 
this dish is like a Grateful Dead concert. It needs Need acid. More acid. Needs acid. Okay. Um, Casey, do you get that joke? I do. I do. And I'm I'm uh, I'm brown, but I still I'm, I'm white enough to understand that. Yes. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Reeves and I are all over that. This is right yeah, in our fucking bread basket. Yeah. I was like, I got you, brother. <laughs> 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 I'll see you in the. I'll see you at the fish concert, my man. <laughs> I know who fish is. Would yeah, fish have been better for thing. you? Uh, yeah, if they said uh, uh, this is like a fish concert, needs psychedelics, like I would have been all over that. It also would have been better because, well, if the psychedelics joke doesn't work, then, then the joke is gone. <laughs> uh, the fish thing works too because it was an all fish restaurant that he talked about. So that would have been actually been a funnier. So, writer's room, we just punched up the joke. This is like a fish concert. It needs psychedelics. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I'm gonna say, and I'm just gonna say, from the outside, not part of this writers' room. That's not a punch. That's a <laughs> that's well, a lateral move. It sounds okay. like you want to punch this joke up, then, Casey. And uh, to that, I say the ta- the the table's yours. Okay. I think you saying it's a lateral move is giving us a lot of credit because <laughs> the whole point of it is to talk about acid, which is not really referenced in our punch up. <laughs> so it doesn't really work, but I do like it a lot. So I think we should go with it. <clears throat> I guess with the equivalent of this, so that me and my people would could get on this, but like, I mean, th- this dish um, is kind of like uh, Kool-Aid at your white friend's house. It needs a lot more sugar. Mm. That's a good one. Okay. That's a good it's punch good up. It's a good one. Brian's yeah. looking like Brian's like my my Kool-Aid always a trigger. <laughs> I mean it's a cup of sugar for whatever you're doing, but no, I'm just saying it, like it's that it it wasn't that it wasn't sweet enough. That might have worked. Actually, that joke worked for the octopus because that okay. yeah, this octopus is like Kool-Aid at my white friend's house. It needs mm-hmm. more sugar. It needs more sugar too bitter it's too yeah. bitter well one thing that wasn't bitter was that kelp ice cream thing that looked great that Dale <laughs> had like three of oh yeah can we talk about that <laughs> i just like that it was like they did a nice cut of like them because it was like the end of the meal and they were kind of discussing the overall experience and it cuts to dale just eating it the only person eating second but how <laughs> did he ask he said uh, i'd like another plate of that and then they're like ha 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 he's like no no i'm not joking i'd like another one yeah <laughs> He, he grabbed, that's I think, how, someone by the wrist. He yeah. yeah. He said, excuse me, I'm not playing. I'd like another bowl, please. Yeah. He said, yes, chef, coming up. Do we, I think he was like, I think he said something like, let's do another round or let's do another thing of that. And everyone's like, ha ha ha. And he was like, no, I'm serious. No, I'm, I need that. I'm not joking. Yeah. But in his defense, and this isn't just because we're all thick kings, the, Dale and I are thick kings. When it is delivered, someone like when it's first given to the judges, someone does say, "Well, this is petite." <laughs> Which... Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> okay, so yeah. we know that it's little. So, yeah, like, it is a small and... dessert, but it is powerful. Yeah, and Brian, you don't like those small servings. Yeah, Brian you hates real... tiny servings. I, no, and they, you know, so they said that the matcha. Limonada, which uh, is a lemonade drink with matcha, was entirely too sweet. And they said that um, Jamie's uh, um, like uh, ribs were too big. They also said, and this is true, 
Gabe's tostada was too big. That's yes, so that, this is the one time I will give them. They were talking about something was too big. It was supposed to be like a single little amuse bouche bite, mm-hmm. and it was a fucking like she he served them like a vinyl record <laughs> with. <laughs> with it was with fat, what's it called? Like fat ass oysters? What was it called? <laughs> fat bastard oysters? Yeah, yeah bastard, oysters. bastard oysters. Yeah. I yep. also FBOs. I think that I mean I get that they didn't know what Dawn was gonna make for her first course, but th- how pissed would you be if you drew first course and then no, someone on your team's like, I'm gonna do first course? It basically Bri- takes it from you. Brian, can I just say I am so glad we all had a collective pause so that Reeves could collect himself and say FBOs. I, I really, I really, I want to put a pin in that. I think it's really important that we talk about that a little bit. I think it was yeah. worth the acronym. We can keep going. Well, Reeves just came back from, he loves restaurants and restaurants are open because yes. he's vaxxed to the max. And so mm-hmm. he's now going and ordering and he's using, because he hasn't been in the office in a while. So he's using all the acronyms that he would have been using. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if he were still in the office, so everything now can be an acronym, and he's just turning everything. And he's like, "Give me some FBOs with some CS." And I'm like, "What CS? Cured snapper? Come on, kid." Counter Strike. <laughs> <laughs> no, Casey. Let's hear it. Talk about Reeves' joke more. You want to stop? Oh. You want to stop oh. the record and talk about Reeves' joke more? <laughs> then do it. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Don't be yes. hostile to the guests. Please. Brian's pissed because he can't add in any of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I'd like some fat boy oysters too. The reason is is that having done improv with Reeves, there is like a, a, a sense of like we'll be doing a scene, and then like a thirty seconds later he'll be like, ah. Was, my name is Jamie, or something like that. And it's like we didn't, we we already finished the introductions of the characters. Like we, we didn't. Like there, there's this moment where I think Reeves purposely, he's like his version of anti humor is like, no, it's at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. It's just at the incorrect time. And I wanted to give credit to it. I thought it was a beautiful moment. I do and like a slower pace, and if I'm ever in a commercial, <laughs> my commercial is going to be at least thirty minutes long. Because of all the improv they'll be making me do. <laughs> and we know I like a good pause to really let it set in. Um, I also, I wanted to ask this question because I haven't watched very much of the show. Is Padma usually the one who gives the snarkiest comments during the meals? Because hmm. huh. she was delivering a lot of like little burns and zingers throughout. Well, she is the host officially. Yeah. Okay. She's got it kind of depends. It's probably between her and Tom because yeah. Tom is head judge and yeah. he's like, you know, Mr. Chef. So he can sometimes be more analytical about something. But I mean, like Padma knows cooking. I mean, she has a bunch of cookbooks and stuff like that. So, yeah, she probably has more snippy comments. And then Dick. Tom just cuts them, cuts them to the core. <laughs> yeah, because at this Padma was talking throughout the entire thing and she was like, ugh. This is too sweet. And she's like eyeing them hard. It's like, oh my God. It's like weaponizing your hosting abilities. Yeah. It was it was upsetting. It was very upsetting. Um, she's not afraid to look uh gift horse in the mouth. And I'm pretty sure I'm using that right. Um, mm-hmm. and she's looking at all the people who are gifting her food and saying, This is not good. Do better. So one of the teams wins. Um, the teams that wins. <laughs> If you need to tell us, again, we told you this was a very cut and dry episode, even though at the end when um, Tom was like, 
both teams served us good food, but there's one restaurant we'd go back to. And if so, we just wouldn't go to the other one. Uh, it was Coco's on and they won because it looked awesome. I was telling the guys earlier, I, I want this experience. And I read online that they are actually doing pop-up versions of this in some places, potentially New York. And that if that happens, I will go there and I will report back mm-hmm. to you guys what happens, but it's very exciting. It, it looked great. Everything from, from the very beginning. I mean, you, you all saw Gail going through the menu when she got it. She was like, I love this. This yeah. I want. Can't wait for this. Yeah. This is my favorite. And yeah. she was really into it. And then she it went was, to the other place and she was like, this looks good. So this is the part where I have to say to everyone who has been riding with me and Sarah all <laughs> season, Sarah got eliminated. Sarah, Sarah. Stuff. My girl, Sarah, who's on my team, got eliminated. And let's just listen to her. Goodbye. (laughs) Sarah. Please pack your knives and go. Thank you for the opportunity. It was super fun. It's not over yet. Kristen's proof that Last Chance Kitchen actually works out for a lot of people. So we'll see you there. Thank you. Hopefully you keep cooking those quirky dishes. (laughs) Good luck to you, Sarah. I'm ready. What? No. No, you're not. Are you kidding me? Honestly, I thought it was me. I'm sorry. That's okay. I've made myself more vulnerable than I ever have. And in return, I finally gave myself a chance. I'm super happy that I did this. It's just another step in my personal journey here of learning who I am and how to accept myself. And so that's Sarah and she's gone. It's okay. And so Sarah's gone, okay? It's all right. She's going she's going to last chance kitchen against Sasha and she beats her, but she's not in the main show anymore. And it was probably the right decision. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, Chris got saved by his uh, his nerd fucking ocean grass ice cream. Mm. Um, he got saved by by Dale. He got yeah. served by kelp ice cream, which looked like it had popcorn on it. They said that on the thing because they because he tried to do his pasta again, and Chris stopped doing pasta. Yeah, you gotta stop, dude. <laughs> You've, you've struck out so much with pasta. You can't do pasta again. You could now. say that Chris is the anti-pasta. Mm. And see, earlier there was a pun joke. I think it was, was it before the record, and they were you all were asking me who came up with the pun joke, and this is how I do. And Casey, I'm sorry I don't want to interrupt you, but Jamal just said a really funny thing. I want to go yep. back and uh, and give credit to that. Thank before, you. Before we move on, see, Thank you. Said this thing he said that Chris could be the anti-pasta, and I've pasta. improvised with Jamal quite a lot, actually. Yes. And the one thing I know about Jamal when we when he does improvising is that he is that he often makes uh, a, a anti-pasta joke. Yep. At least once a month in a show, I like to get an. Uh, Antipasta joke out there. I know there's a lot of Italians who come to. Usually, you just play a character called Antipasta, where you're like a woman that loves Italian food. Yeah, 
Um, that's my go-to <clears throat> when I'm when I'm lost and Brian's because I've done uh, improv with Brian. And it, it, Brian it, it, makes a lot of heady moves that they're uh, beyond me. So I'm just like I'm lost. I'll figure out how to wedge this uh, Italian woman into this scene. Yeah, and Jamal, I was just going to say that exactly. If we could actually go back to the self-referential thing that yep, Brian yep, yep. did, where yep, he yep, called yep. back what I did, but put it in a different context. Yep, yep, Having yep. never seen Brian perform, I imagine that's the type of meta commentary he would do on a show within a show. And I, mm-hmm. I, I really found it to be, I, I thought will, it was hilarious. I will often do callbacks a minute later from the original joke. <laughs> that's actually very true. And uh, for those who can't see this, Reeves is eating his lip as we were talking about yeah. improv. And he told us not to do it anymore. I'm so close to jumping out a window. <laughs> and I just want to point out again, this is Brian who went, took us down this path and not me. Okay. Um, so last, last chance kitchen there, they are made. They're told to do three bites, uh, little spoons. Sasha used big spoons. Yeah, they weren't the same spoon at all. Mm-hmm. It didn't. No one called it out. Like spoon. Sarah's spoons were small, and like small Sasha's spoons. spoons were like little spoon, and it was like a bowl with a handle on it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It was a ladle. Uh, it was a and fucking she's, ladle. And she's, she still couldn't beat my girl Sarah. So Sarah's uh, beat Sasha. Sasha's officially out of the competition. So now Reeves and Brian have multiple people fully out of the competition. I am still only with Roscoe out of the competition. The new fantasy league standings. Your boy is still in the lead with 61 points. Reeves is nipping at my heels with 58 points. And Brian, I don't know why I keep mentioning him, but he's got 33 and a half points. Because <laughs> he's got one person left. In Byron. The Byron going strong, man. He's I thought he might. I thought I didn't think he'd win because Maria did front of the house and she crushed it. Yeah, she was great. Like she was super fun. Like I was saying that, like, I don't usually want to talk to the servers and the chefs. Like, that's not really my thing when I'm out to eat, but like when seeing Kokosan versus Pennywise together, it was like, oh, the better experience is Kokosan 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From like from like the Definitely. beginning to the end. It was just like better all the around. Service, everything, the concept. Yes, and please. So just to interrupt, Casey, was that your um, girlfriend you were nodding at telling you to wrap it the fuck up because yeah. it's taking too long? She... That was not what she was saying. She was asking me if I was if I was still recording. And oh, do you she need was help? Saying, do you, she said? She was, you need I, I think I think she heard that I was making uh, an internal reference to improv, and she was mm. worried about me, so <laughs> she wanted to come up and check. Yeah, but sure. no, no, she you were doing fine. Those yeah. are good instincts. Those are good instincts. Yeah, those are good yeah. instincts. Um, yeah, it's a very good instinct. Can I ask a quick question about Last Chance Kitchen? Sure. Yeah, thing. Um, you, this you is your last two minutes, chance to you ask. Two this. minutes until the Nets game, so you got two. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I, I, I guess my question is: when they enter, when the new competitor enters, and Sasha, she had been there on Last Chance Kitchen for three times, right? Yes, no, a hundred times. Mm-hmm. No, she's been. Well, she's she been was the first person eliminated. She's the second. No, person. second. Person. Roscoe was. Yeah. So she's been there one, two, three. This is episode eight. Yep, four or five. Because she was eliminated and she came back. So she lost in week four and she came back in week six because they had some crazy like last chance kitchen for all the people who were in last chance kitchen and she won. So oh. she came back. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so okay. she came back in week six and seven and she's out again. So when Sarah enters and she and Sasha like have that moment together, it's almost like when I'm not invited to a party and I show up. Mm-hmm. There is the, like the most awkward state. They're like, "Oh, hey, girl." There was hey. a lot of that. 
Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. And at the very end, when Sarah wins, she she wins outright, and Sasha is devastated. Yeah, and she, she says, yes. Over to her. She <laughs> says, yes, and she screams, good job, girl, and, like, pats her on the back. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What, what kind of mind fuck is going on in this? I was... And then after, immediately cuts to Sasha, like, weeping. Like, they're yeah. hugging each other. She's like, good job, girl. And Sasha's like, I did my best. Yeah. did everything That's I could. That's why I like Sarah. It, <sighs> She's a monster. And um, I, I love it. Yeah, I think that's a good observation, is that those two don't know each other. Sasha went home week two. Those two <laughs> yeah. don't know each other barely, at all. Barely know each other, yeah. It was as uncomfortable an interaction as I've ever seen. It was yeah. pretty bad. It was it was awful to yeah. watch. Like it was a demoralizing victory. And Avishar watching also seemed uncomfortable. It just oh. was a really like no one seemed so who, happy. Who is that guy? Is he like is he the fucking like Andy Richter to Tom? Co- is that what he is? He yeah. was a, he's a, a contestant. <laughs> he was he was a previous contestant. He was eliminated last mm. week, and then he lost his uh, last chance kitchen against Sasha last week. Yeah, and his punishment was he has to watch them on a very small stool that yeah. is also uncomfortable. He has to watch them cook. And you, you know, have to like it. he has to like get up the energy to ask them what they're doing because you see him just be like, Taja, what are you doing over there?" <laughs> it looks usually it's a full house great. of the people yeah. uh, who who were in Last Chance Kitchen, but I don't know where they were this time. Now it looks like Reeves is looking at his wife. He's telling him to wrap it up. <laughs> Okay, it's eight <laughs> o'clock. Okay, we got to get out of here. Okay, you guys want to talk about um, LCK anymore, or are we good? Uh, let's just let's talk about um, let's do our last segment. We do with all of our guests, and Casey, thanks so much for joining us. Um, this My is pleasure. Nothing. This is a segment we like to call "Add Foam, Debone, Send Home." This is where you pick from the three of us. Which one of us would you add foam to? Which one of us would you debone? And which one of us would you send home, Casey? And now, just as a quick reminder, Adphone in the fuck, Mary kill. So Adphone is, 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 is it's fun. whatever you want. It's whatever yeah, this you is, want. This is your interpretation. So yeah, what this do you is your interpretation and it's food based. So we couldn't do fuck, Mary kill because that kind of gets into weird food stuff. Okay. Um, so, so I would add foam to Jamal because I feel like he needs a little bit more liquid or like some sort of sauce in the food. Because I'm a dry boy. dry boy. You're a dry I'm boy. A dry You're boy. Notor- notorious dry boy. Notorious and I think a little boy. notorious dry boy. And I think a little bit of foam on top of whatever you eat. I think it would pair well with it. Okay. Um, so I, I would add that. foam to Jamal. Um, I would debone Reeves. Mm. And and the reason I would debone Reeves is I feel like me and Reeves, especially on this podcast, have had a real contentious relationship. It's been mm. very, very combative. Mm. It's been mm. very, very conflict-driven. Mm-hmm. And I just want to take the bone out of it. And I want you to know, like, hey, it's like just like a soft meat that's been slow cooked. Like, we can, we can be nice with each other. And I, I don't want this to be contentious anymore. So this is my olive branch to Reeves. I'm going to debone. And I would send home Brian because I don't know you as well and I don't like you as much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> oh, Gacy, do you have anything to plug? Um, I have a number of written pieces online. Um, uh, my name is Casey Caraman. 
Uh, I'll be in commercials doing notoriously good improv as opposed to actors who are trained in it. Um, yeah, so, Mike, look me up. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you'll, you should find my writing and the stuff on All right, thanks for joining us, Casey. This was Restaurant Wars Season 18. Until next time, we're going to pack our knives. And... Oh.